0: to the Mariners Podcast from Sports Ethos, your place for worldwide sports coverage. I'm your host, Tino Ganassius. You can find me on Twitter at TinoJr20 and the podcast at Ethos Mariners, EthosMariners, E-T-H-O-S-M-A-R-I-N-E-R-S. Uh, it's Sunday morning. I'm getting ready for the final game of the three-game series between the Mariners and the Rangers. Mariners have been playing pretty poorly these last two games. Um... Mariners face uh, Nate, Nathan Eovaldi uh, today. You got Bryce Miller on the mound. We'll go over that matchup in a minute. It's going to be a quick pod. Uh, game's about to start. Uh, yesterday uh, was Brian Wu's debut. We talked a bit about who Brian Wu was and, and his journey to the major leagues. Uh, he faced Andrew Heaney, and uh, it was really no contest uh, Mariners scored first in the top of the first inning. Uh, Texas came back with three in the first, three in the second. Uh, Mariners scored four or two in the top of the fourth. Texas scored another one that made it seven three. And then Texas really blew it wide open in the fifth, uh, scoring three in the bottom of the fifth. So 10 three, then five in the seventh, made it 15 three. Game ends up being 16 to six. Um, just a Really, a poor performance so far in these in these first two games from the Mariners. Uh, in this pod, we'll talk a little bit about what Brian Wu did well, um, obviously what he did poorly, and what the Mariners can do to uh, to fix it. So, Brian Wu, as uh, stated in the last pod, sixth round pick, two thousand twenty one out of Cal Poly, uh, really fastball slider uh, versus right-handers mixes in a sinker primarily against left-handers in this matchup against the Rangers he threw 47 pitches uh 22 of them were forcing fastballs uh it's 47% 13 sinkers 10 sliders and then one curve one what registered as a curveball and one registered as a changeup uh he got six whiffs on 15 fastballs but no whiffs on any other pitches uh his Average velocity on the fastball was 96.3. Average velocity on the sinker was 96.4. You know, he does throw from a slightly low, kind of low arm angle, and, and the fastball really did jump on the hitters, but um, his location was really poor. And that ended up being Brian Wu's downfall. Uh, shout out uh, Uncle Mikey Ajeto on Twitter. He uh, very quickly posted a, a graphic of Brian Wu's of the location or pitch location on all of the base hits that he surrendered. And they really were truly uh, right down the middle. I think that uh, you see this with young pitchers quite often that they're able, young pitchers with good stuff are able to get away with uh, throwing pitches down the middle or just trying to um, throw them for strikes because their stuff is so good. Um, There, there are pitchers whose stuff is that good that they don't really have to locate i i think while brian wu has very good stuff i wouldn't call any of his pitches double plus or elite um fastball may become elite if he's able to locate it better but you know he got away with throwing it down the middle in double a and it's not going to happen uh with the mariners there's been some debate as well so well, let me rewind here uh wu ended up Going uh two innings, seven hits, six runs, one walk, four strikeouts. Uh eight of his 14 first pitches were strikes. Um he you know, he ends up with an 0-1 record and a 27.00 ERA, which obviously is pretty ugly. The question is: so Mariners roster, Chris Flexen, Mariners could certainly look at running uh, some sort of bullpen day with, uh, you know, t- Tyler or Tyler Saucito taking two innings and Chris Flexen taking three innings and kind of spreading it around. Uh, the Mariners did not have to start Brian Wu on Saturday and certainly did not have to start him away from home in Texas against what is the number one offense in baseball currently in the Texas Rangers. Um, was that a mistake? Was that just a uh A sign that, you know, the Mariners really do believe in who Brian Wu is and uh, and his stuff could have been either one. But the reality is that they made the decision to start him in Texas and it did not uh, turn out the way. I will say Brian Wu does have a very bright future as a starting pitcher for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, The slider is is. You know, a little bit more of a sweeper. He averaged 81 miles an hour on it. Excuse me. He averaged, uh, that's wrong. He averaged 82 miles an hour on the slider. Um, it's a pitch that, that is, I like a lot. I, th- I don't think it's a wipeout slider. I don't think it's necessarily a, a g- going to be a huge strikeout pitch for him, but his fastball has really great late life and is the type of, Fastball that it seems as if the Mariners are teaching their their young pitchers similar to Bryce Miller, and I think it's a really I think it's a plus pitch. So I would grade his four seam as a sixty five on the twenty eighty scale, and the slider as as probably current fifty five with the upside of of sixty, and then as I stated on previous pod, I think the sinker and the changeup are going to be the two pitches that are going to determine whether Brian Wu is you know a a middle to number 2 starter or a back of the rotation starter because he has the stuff to get right handers out with the fastball with the four seam fastball and the slider but unless both of those pitches are double plus it's very difficult for a right handed starter to succeed in the major leagues with just those two pitches we have seen you know pitchers like Spencer Strider and Hunter Green uh, do it, but it's because both pitches are double plus. Um, I don't think Wu is quite that, but is he a twice through the order uh, type of pitcher who can be very effective and a, and a, huge asset to the Mariners rotation? Absolutely. Do I think that he should stay in the rotation now that they brought him up? Absolutely. I do. Uh, I just think he's facing an, an incredible lineup in the Texas Rangers. Who's really hot right now. And he didn't locate at all. Uh would I if I was Jerry Depoto and Scott service would I have started him in this particular game it's easy to play armchair quarterback and say or Monday Monday morning quarterback and say you know no I wouldn't have started him but there's obviously something there in him that they thought uh they were setting him up to succeed so I'm going to go ahead and trust them and their decision Chris Flexen was no better uh he got lit up in this game as well. In mop-up duty, two innings, six hits, five runs, one walk, three Ks. He surrendered two home runs, and then the Mariners ended up pitching uh, Mike Ford for the last inning there uh, in the bottom of the eighth. He gave up two runs or one run on two hits, one walk. And it was a home run. Uh, the bats were bats were actually pretty good, and I think that you know the criticism of the Mariners up to this point has been uh, the offense and the lack of activity in the offseason or lack of signing a big bat in the offseason Mariners scored six runs most games when the mariners score six runs you would expect them to win given their pitching uh ty france three for five uh with a double a run in an rbi julio one for four he had a stolen base as well um jared kelnick went one for three with two walks uh jose caballero two two for four with a run in an rbi so the offense hit well. Um, I wasn't critical of the offense in this game at all. Uh, Again, six runs from the Mariners in 2023 should be good enough for the W. Uh, They're just facing a really hot Texas Rangers team right now. So again, difficult debut for Brian Wu. Um, I think there are really good uh, days ahead for him. He just needs to be able to locate better. If he's unable to locate uh, moving forward this season, I think you will see him either sent down or, uh, sent to the bullpen. Um, but yeah, he caught way too much of the zone and it was pretty clear that the Rangers were just teeing off on him. Uh, today's matchup Sunday getaway game. It is Nathan Ivaldi uh, against Bryce Miller. Uh, Eovaldi has been the ace of the Rangers staff, uh, so far this season, he signed a two-year, $34 million contract uh, in the offseason with the vesting option for 25. He's 33 years old, 6'2", 217. Uh, this season so far, he's 7-2 and two with a two-four-two ERA and a one-even whip, uh, 70 strikeouts in 74 to third innings, uh, 60 hits and 14 walks. This is his first uh, exposure to the Mariners this year. Uh, he's running a very low 4.9% walk rate and a 24.6% K rate. Uh, His ground ball rate is 52%. So it is slightly higher than league average. Um, He does surrender an 85.6% zone contact rate, which is quite high for a pitcher um, pitching as well as he is. What that means is 85.6% of the strikes uh, like in zone strikes that uh, hitters swing at are being are actually being uh, hit or making contact that zone contact rate, if it's lower, uh, typically what it means is that the pitcher has uh, very good swing and miss stuff. And while Ivaldi's stuff has always been a little bit straight, his fastball's always been a little bit straight, uh, he is very effective. Uh, he has even splits for his career, but he's got uh, versus left handers so far this season it's a 197, 225, and 513 OPS. And he's, he's pitch mix is uh, fastball, four seam fastball about 38% of the time, averaging 96 miles an hour. Those a splitter about 27%, uh, cutter 19%, curveball 13%, and slider 3%. So five pitches, five legitimate pitch, major league pitches, uh, not an easy at bat, despite the stuff not – the fastball velocity is there, but I wouldn't call his stuff elite. But you're facing someone who can locate, who's got five legit pitches – He's very much a major leaguer, obviously. um not gonna be an easy out for the Mariners uh in this game. And then Bryce Miller we'll see if he can bounce back from his kind of first real uh four outing uh last outing. uh Bryce Miller is currently has a three eras, three and two um 36 innings, 31 strikeouts. uh Rangers can hit the fastball. So we're gonna see just how elite that fastball actually is. I'm excited to see it. I think that um, quite often, you know, with both major league or young hitters and pitchers, it really is about how they adjust to adversity. Uh, we saw this with Jared Kelnick. He didn't really experience a ton of adversity in the minor leagues, and we saw him have to push through some of those growing pains in the majors the last couple of years to arrive at the the place where he is now. And you know, Bryce Miller is this is his first adversity in the major leagues got a ton of attention for those first uh, five starts, uh, got rocked his last start. Is he going to, you know, is his confidence shaken? Is he going to stay with the same seam fastball heavy pitch mix? Uh, I'll be watching. He's in home at home in Texas. Uh, he's going to be pitching in front of a lot of friends and family. Uh, I fully expect him to, to pitch well. Um, I don't know, obviously, his, his pitch count is going to determine how deep he goes into the game. Um, if I'm the Mariners, I don't know if I would send him out for the sixth or seventh inning, if it's the third time through the lineup. Even if he is pitching well, I, I want to make sure that his confidence is um, is uh, intact, I guess, coming out of this game. So should be fun. Excited for this matchup with uh, with uh, Nathan Eovaldi. You'd like to see the Mariners uh, at least get one of the three uh, in this game. I'm excited. I'm ready. We will come back on Monday uh, with a pod. Uh, We'll recap this matchup with Texas. We'll talk about uh, the upcoming series for the Mariners uh, against San Diego in San Diego. That's a two-game set Tuesday and Wednesday and then the Mariners will head to L.A. to face the Angels Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Once again, my name is Tino ganasius You can find me on Twitter at Junior 20 tinojr R two zero, And the podcast uh, Twitter account at Ethos Mariners, EthosMariners, E-T-H-O-S-M-A-R-I-N-E-R-S. Uh, enjoy Bryce Miller Day. Appreciate the listen. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace.